Hello, everyone. Welcome to Be Happy, a podcast by the Hepatitis B Foundation discussing all things related to hepatitis B. It's your host, Evangeline. And Bright. And today we'll be talking with Philip from Ghana about his hepatitis B experience. In our previous episode, Bright interviewed Philip and Tweet. You can check that out on our website. In this episode, we interview him in English, talking about his hepatitis B experience. Mr. Philip Widow, you have been active in Ghana since your brother's departure. Would you mind sharing a little bit about what you what you do uh, currently regarding hepatitis B in Ghana? And then if you don't mind, would you also tell us what you recommend or what you want to see change in Ghana regarding uh, hepatitis B? Thank you very much, Mr. Bright. I, I want to start from um, this point. After he denies um, on the 5th of September, in which I saw it um, vividly because I was uh, where I was standing, I saw my senior brother giving his last breath. I saw him. So after that, I've been very active. When you go to my Facebook page, and maybe I, uh, I suspect you have been there. Um, all that you can see is um, hepatitis B materials. Uh, though the 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 the, um, the platform is not that um, big enough, but um, I'm just using it as as, as a tool. And um, after that, um, I, I tested. I went for um, screening. I checked my status and then aside my relationship with him, aside how close I was with him, I tested negative for hepatitis B and then I took the vaccine afterwards. It was just um, last Friday that uh, I did my profile test and um, God being so good, they said the immune system is strong enough so I didn't take any booster. Um, after that, our nephew, who was also helping me at the hospital, he also tested um, negative. And then I gave him money. He also took the vaccine. Then um, he left three children, one girl and then two boys. Uh, they also tested negative. Then they also vaccinated. And amazingly, the wife also tested negative. Then after that, he also took the vaccine. And after that, I told all the family members what, what, what happened to our, our family member, our brother, our uncle, and everything. He was a mullah. He was helping the family a lot in so many ways, in so many times, financially, um, socially, you know, in so many ways. So we lost a pillar. We lost a pillar. Uh, so I told them that this is what happened. So they should also take a step by checking their status and vaccinate. And I normally preach in Trotro when I get the opportunity. Um, I share the word of God with those in the car. And then I also share my experience a bit and uh, throw more light on the causes, the signs and symptoms, and then the, pre- um, the preventing measures of hepatitis B. And at, at church, when I get the little opportunity, I also do that at church. Uh, in school, 
I also educate the, the children about it. On WhatsApp, uh, on WhatsApp, my status, the groups that um, allow those things, I, I also share with them. Facebook, as I told you, is also there. And uh, recently, I had opportunity to be interviewed at um, Tech FM. Even the, the, the audio, the audio is there, uh, the video is there on Facebook, Tech 102.9. Previously, I interviewed through phone. And then um, the, the second one, I went there live. And um, after that, even before that, I went to Hello FM 2, Hello FM 101.5 or so. And I've gone to Ajankwa FM 2. Uh, Ajankwa FM, I've gone there. And uh, even before that, uh, Mr. Sep Kwame Boateng, 2014, journalist of the year in Ghana here, uh, through the Betati Foundation of Ghana, Mr. Theobard Ushiansa. They came here, they came to my, 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 my house, interviewed me about what we are doing, about what happened to me, and then the Asuna family at Abu Samusu. I shared my experience. I summarized everything that I went through, and I think the video is also there. It is on YouTube. I don't really know. Like, the link is there. Mr. Bryce, I don't know if I watch it. Yeah, I might have watched a couple, but I can't relate the name, but I've seen, oh, I've okay. watched a couple of videos uh, from uh, the Heptize V Foundation website. Okay. I've watched a couple of them, which is also linked to YouTube, by the way. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that one, I was interviewed, and after that, they started showing it on the um, some of the national televisions. Some friends started calling me. They said that they have seen me. They said, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened to me and then the other family members. So for now, that's what I've been doing. And I want to, I want to get to the villages because, uh, because of where my brother was. Um, it, it wasn't, he wasn't in the city. The disease, I think it is mostly affect those um, at the villages. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling that um, if I can get something that can be movable so I can go to villages, churches, uh, schools, and then, you know, like everywhere that I will get opportunity. Then I also share my, my, my experience. Though, as I, I have mentioned, I'll be doing one or two things, but I want to go far. Uh, so in order to create awareness about this uh, preventable but deadly disease. It sounds like you're doing great awareness and education work and just sharing your story across the entire country, which is really cool. And it's on the internet now for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah, he's really busy. Somebody like has a lot going on, but uh, that's all good and great, great effort. Uh, we really appreciate that, that you are doing all this uh, to help Ghanaians. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all cool. Finally, what advice will you give to someone or a family who is going through what your family experienced? What, what, what advice will you give to them? Thank you very much. First of all, I will tell them um, they shouldn't rely on herbal medicine. Mm. Um, it is not a case. They shouldn't go to any shrine, any pray, um, fetish priest. Um, they shouldn't go to prayer camps because um, when they go there, they will come home um, with empty-handed. They are, they are going to lose the person so they should go to a recognized hospital they should send the person there 
And if they are going to also check their status, they, they should go to a recognized hospital. Their status be checked, and after that, the vaccination will follow. If only, because nowadays, I don't know if you can educate me about this. The other day, my boss was saying that when you check your status and you are negative, you shouldn't just take the, the vaccine. Rather, you should do profile tests. You should do the profile test. Um, so when, you, when you do the profile test and your immunity uh, is strong enough, there's no need to take the vaccine. But um, if your immune system is a little bit down, then the vaccine will be taken. So I don't know if um, you have also, and I know it, it came from your end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I know about the vaccine is it, it is recommended if you test, you do the test and your test comes back negative and you have not been vaccinated to immediately get vaccinated. The only mm. time the booster comes in and the booster is just with a, a few group of people that okay. after years of vaccination, some people 10, 15 years later of after vaccination, uh, they go to the doctor's office and sometimes they run a test and then they realize that oh, maybe the immune system from the hepatitis B vaccine they have taken has come down. They just give them a booster to kind of boost it back. So that is okay. not to everybody. That's the only instant where someone needs a booster. But most people who complete the series, they never need a booster. They, they are good for, for the rest of oh, the okay. life. Yeah. Yes, so it's true. just a little... A small number of people who need a booster, not everyone. But if oh, you okay. test and you are negative, you need a vaccine. Your immune system oh. is not going to do you any good and at that point. But oh, if you okay. take the vaccine, it, it prevents you from so many issues. The problem is hepatitis B, as we know, is blood-borne blood disease. Yeah, body flux, yeah. And to prevent you from thinking, you know, how did I get this? How did I get that? And, and all that. If you take the vaccine, you don't have to think about that. But okay. if you allow your immune system to do it for you, then every time you go near somebody, you have to think about it. If, if you are taking care of your child, you have to think about it. So to prevent you from getting that worry, I think it's best and safe if you just take the vaccine. Then you don't have to worry even if you, you have an encounter with somebody, you don't have to process it. Oh, did I get it? Did, did I do this? Because you know okay. you are protected and so you don't have to worry. So I think it's, in my, in my opinion, I think you are better off taking the vaccine than saying, I want my immune system to do it. Oh, okay. So, Evangeline, if you have anything to add to that, you can... Oh, no, I agree with you, Bright. I think um, it's super important in order for prevention um, just to get the vaccine. But it's easier said than done, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yes. As I told you, the, <laughs> yes. Cost, the, cost, the cost is, is, is carrying many, many, many people away. Only the, the screening, which is which mostly is free. Vaccination medication um, don't go there and i know the vaccine is taken over a series of a couple months and that could also just be a barrier for some people just based on timing you know maybe getting off work you need it a certain day or just you know being able to follow up with your vaccine appointment because i believe it's three shots most yes, most um, of the time yeah yeah i think after you know my campaign there are some people when they call oh uh, right now, the, some some call me a doctor, but um, I beg. I told them I'm not. I'm not a doctor. 
Maybe you should go to medical school and become the next, you... the, the next liver specialist, you know. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I receive it. Yeah. So I told them, um, some people will say, oh, I took the first dose. After that, that's it. Um, when you ask him how many years now, some can say five years now, two years now. And it seems because of the 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 the, the education which is low, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's why people have been, you know, just dancing around this deadly disease because if you really know how it is, and there was a time, even my wife was telling me that, yeah, like, I, should, I go too deep. I said, please, <laughs> you know, we Africans, unless they see, they see it coming. So I, then I told them that there, there will be a time when you go to the hospital, the doctor will just give you some medications in order to reduce your swelling stomach um, and the medication in order to reduce your, your swelling less and then the pains that you're going through. But apart from this, because your liver is damaged, that's it. You you live. You, you are going to die. I, 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 you know, I tell them all this. So I think gradually, people will be calling me and as I told you, I've been directing them to um, a doctor, a doctor, a fihine, Mary a fihine, um, I, and I know, um, as I write, you know her. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the same lady my younger brother went to see. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So now um, he, she is the one that we have been directing um, our patient, yeah, people to. So yeah. when they go there to, um, as usual, the treat the treatment. Though we have talked to them to at least do something about it in order to. Uh, reduce it, but um, we are in Ghana um, as usual. Like, you're not going to get things as you know, we are expecting, yeah. So, uh, before we just move on, we, we get off. Since we are talking about this, I want to give you the opportunity to just one or two things you recommend or you want to see change in Ghana in regards to hepatitis B. What, what, what do you expect that uh, is your hope? that at least you see a change in Ghana. Thank you very much, Mr. Bright. Firstly, I want the media to give us a chance or a time to educate the public. Now, nowadays, even aside being foundation, sometimes some, some, some of the media houses, when you go there, when you are living and you look back, and you can see that the faces are calling for something. Um, Madam Catherine, do you, like, uh, do you know what, what they have been calling for? No. Sabrait will tell you later. She doesn't know how Ghana works. Okay, so living without um, giving them anything is something. And you know, um, your brother, I don't, I don't really you know, have that. So um, we are pleading to the media houses that they should just give us um, the time free of charge because we are educating their listeners. And if your listener is in a, in a good head, um, that your listener will listen to you um, anytime that you are on, on air. And if possible, the person can bring um, you um, ads or adverts. So we are pleading to both um, television stations and the radio stations to, to give us uh, time so you can educate the public. And then the second appeal goes to the training of doctors by the government. Uh, we are appealing to the government that um, it should 
train more doctors who are going to handle this um, hepatitis B disease. So there will be many in order to cover um, the, the, um, the millions who are suffering from the disease. And apart from this, the education should also be massive. Uh, Ministry of Health and then the unit that is handling this disease, they should come out bodily and you know give statistics. Because we humans, unless as I as I said, unless we see the uh, the fire coming, mm-hmm. so we should yes we should um, give them the the statistics. And I think about as Adam Adam FM was being like I think they give uh, the foundation is it two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very nice. Um, I have all the videos here. It was very nice. So I think if all the radio stations, the TV stations are going to do the same, it's going to help. And then the third appeal, the government should uh, make the vaccination free for the vaccination. Um, we are planning that it should be free, and it should also add the the, the medication. Um, it should it should infuse it to the health insurance um, drugs. Okay. Uh, yes, so the, the patients can um, also take. And um, the last one is my experience uh, that I want to bring it out as, as a book. I'm appealing that um, if uh, uh, somebody can uh, help me so I can, um, I can bring it um, to the public. So there are some people, unless um, they get... Um, you know, they see it, you know, they read it before they can take um, any step. So these are um, my requests. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. And uh, I hope the Ghanaian government and uh, stakeholders will hear your, your plea and they will take action and we will all be able to move forward on this and save lives in Ghana. And so we really want to thank you for coming on. And we know it's not it's not uh, easy connecting on the internet from Ghana <laughs> and United mm. States with light out and stuff like that. But you made the time, mm. and so we really we really appreciate appreciate your time and sharing a lot with You're us. Welcome. And so thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, Bye-bye. thank you so much. You're welcome, madam. Thank you for listening to this episode. Stay tuned and subscribe for future episodes about hepatitis B. If you have any questions, please direct them to info at hepb.org. You can support our programs at the Hepatitis B Foundation by going to www.hepb.org donate or click on the link in this page. We greatly appreciate all your support and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.